Welcome to Wine About It. Grab your glass, grab your bestie. The wine is all on us. So, welcome back. back to Wine About It. <laughs> oh, did you miss us? I, I sure did. I missed being with you in person. I know, it feels like it's been forever. Yeah. It has been. I'm finally not contagious. Which, thank goodness, hopefully. Yeah. Fingers are crossed. And now... I can drink wine. More wine <laughs> while we wine. So what are we having today? We're having a wine I've never had before called, well, I've had Rieslings before. This is a sweet Riesling, but it is called Pacific Rim, or it's by Pacific Rim. We can clink in person. We can. This is very special. It's a moment. <laughs> Perhaps put that back right, there. There it is. All right. Cheers to whining another week. That's right. We've got the wine. We've got the wine. Mm. Oh, that's that's oh, sweet. It didn't. It said sweet. It does say sweet. And it is sweet. This is dangerous. Yes. So, Miria, Samantha, what are we whining about tonight? So we're gonna whine about workplace dynamics, but uh -oh. specifically about parents in the workplace. Okay. Versus non-parents in the workplace. Okay. Because you and I had a great discussion the other day. We sure did. About this specific topic and how when we used to work together, there was just kind of an imbalance of, I, I don't know how to put it, not priority, but maybe value. Value. Yes, that's a good, that's a good word for it. Not necessarily for your value as an employee, but mm -hmm. a value of your time. Yes. Outside of work. So I think I want to ask you how you feel about that. How I feel about that now or how I felt about it then? Both. Okay. Start with then. Okay. And then, and so confessional time. Yes. I feel like when we were working together then, I definitely was guilty of feeling like once that time came around, like, well, I was personally like antsy. Mm -hmm. Like my older kids had gotten off the bus, they were home, um, even though they were like of age to be home alone, I still like felt like a lot of guilt complex mm -hmm. that I was at work and I should be home with them because I always had been a stay at home mom mm -hmm. and like returning to the workplace was like really difficult. And it was difficult for the older kids who had never really had me working. Right. Um, so I had so much of that playing in my mind. So when the opportunity to leave would come also having my youngest in the room with us and seeing her, behavior deteriorated as the day went on and seeing that she was stressed and tired and it had been a long day I was like I need to get out of here mm -hmm. I have these kids I need to take care of them I need to like get home and do my mom's stuff and like I would definitely was guilty of not considering the optics of that mm -hmm. how that must have felt for you and like not even considering an imbalance of time value hmm. because to me it was like this selfless noble act like I could stay at the job 
and keep making money, mm-hmm. which would have been great. But I have these kids I've got to leave. And like, you're so lucky because you can stay here and keep working and make money. Mm-hmm. And I have all these other responsibilities. And when I go home, it's not like I'm having a blast because it's homework and getting dinner ready and all of the chaos. So it's chaos from working with kids to then going chaos at home. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't thinking outside of my box. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So then... But I could see that you would get quick with me mm-hmm. when I was like, all right, you know, if it's okay with you, I'm going to go. And your tone, I could see would shift and the way you carried yourself. And I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. And again, because I think I was just in my own bubble, um, which I'm like, I feel so bad about now because <laughs> I wish I would like smack myself and go back in time mm-hmm. to be like, what do you want to do? Right. How does this make you feel? You know? And it was only once we left and then we decided to start this business together that the question of what does this look like Yeah. for making a business for both of our lives and making it sustainable and joyful for us both, that all of these things sort of came to the surface and I saw it in a totally different way. Which is interesting, but frustrating because I wish that it wasn't where I needed to like experience it different Mm -hmm. to be able to see what was in front of me and how I was affecting another person and how the work environment, because it wasn't only me that was saying, I want to go home now. Mm -hmm. It was very much a culture there of like, yeah, well, you should be the first to have the option to leave. Yeah. And I think that happens in a lot of different work environments, not just childcare. So, and it it did get me thinking about like our dynamic at Mm -hmm. our previous job and how it kind of has shifted so much starting a business together and factoring in what that looks like and what that entails. Because I do think we have shifted enough to know that both of our time is of value, whether or not it's, you know, spending time with your children or me spending time doing errands or, you know, doing things that I need to do or with my husband or our cats. Like those are valid reasons for me to want a structure the way that I want a structure. And then you have reasons for wanting a structure that might be a little bit different. Yeah. And even our times of day look a little bit different. Yes. Like you can get more done in the evening. Yep. After everybody goes to bed or like forgets how to go to bed and then we have to do the whole process and then eventually goes to bed. <laughs> but after that, then I can do more things. Right. We're like, I am useless past 8.30. Anyway, so, <laughs> so it looks different for us now. Yes. So... I feel like we've both, as we build this company, and it's like a living, the business is like very much a living organism. Oh, yeah. And it's changing all the time. And what our roles look like and what it's requiring and asking of us is changing. Yeah. Um, and us rising to the occasion looks different. Yes. Um, so, because I still have, so I have four kids in school, and then I have one home with me. She's just about to turn three. <laughs> so we have our morning meetings on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and sometimes we have to stop and sometimes there's a lot of interruptions and it can be really frustrating um, but we, we work through it um, and then for the tasks that we do separately mm -hmm. I think what's nice is we're able to do that on the timetable that works for our family yeah because like that's I think the epiphany and we've talked about this that I'm a whole person with mm. a family and you are a whole person with a family yeah and what a family looks like is individual to every person but just because you don't have children or you're not on the cusp or pregnant or planning like you're still a whole person yeah and you're still a you have your own family. Right. And I think that that just like hits it right on the head is like the concept of what as a society we consider to be a family. I think the way that we talk about families and the way that we look at families is like this, this nuclear thing. Like you have, you know, your, your spouses and then the children and, you know, we talked about, um, I mean, you and I talked about it. Like there's a specific number, like a quota. Yeah, that's acceptable. Just the right number of kids, two point five kids. Yeah, but I do think that it's it's an interesting concept that a lot of people don't think about, especially because we're not asking, right? Right. There was never a moment that we had a conversation that went more than, "Are you okay if I leave?" Yeah. And what else was I gonna say? But yes. Yeah. Because there was no other reason for you to stay other than like. Maybe I had something to do that, but I could wait till 5.30 right. or 6 or whatever time Yeah, because I didn't have other people depending on me right. or like little people depending on me um, to be home, to make dinner, to, you know, do all the things that parents do. Yeah. But I still had things sure. and they're valid things. So I think that discussion of how we value outside time and like personal time yeah is you know pretty relevant because i mean we talked all about you know the societal pressure to have kids mm -hmm. and that's a huge reason why i remember being at work and being like well if i had a kid right now i would matter more you would get the preferential treatment to be able to be the first to leave right but in my head, it wasn't even like that far. It was more just like, I would matter. Mm. I would matter because I did a thing to populate the earth and I should be rewarded for that. Right. So my time and my value goes up because I did that. Mm. And because I haven't, it's, it's just the same. Curious, like in prior positions that you've held yeah. at other you know, jobs. Mm -hmm. Have you ever felt that before or have you seen that dynamic play out before? I've definitely seen it play out more than it's affected me in that way. Obviously with the way that we worked, we worked very closely together. Mm -hmm. So, and it was really just the two of us in the room. Like we didn't have another person. So that was a, a different scenario than I had been in before um, but I've seen it play out with like I worked in restaurants I've worked in retail I worked you know um, in like mental health capacities 
And there's definitely a preference for specifically mothers mm -hmm. to have time off. So I've seen the dynamic play out, um, but I had never been in that situation before where I felt like that. And I do think it had to, it had a lot to do with where I was in life and that I had just gotten married and that there was all of a sudden this like weird pressure pressure and like questioning and you know that's when like the questions start right it's like mm -hmm. oh great, great you're married when you have kids when are you gonna have kids right so I think I was more like aware of it yeah like, it was more on my radar at that point I don't know if like maybe had this happened like six years ago Right. Maybe it wouldn't have been. I probably would have still been annoyed, but not for that reason. Yeah, not on a more personal level in that way. Right, like I probably would have recognized like, well, you're leaving because you have kids right. to go home to. But I probably wouldn't have internalized it. That's the word I was looking for. The way that I did. Yeah. Um, we, we've created an environment where we can have these discussions and yes. we're not being judgmental or mean and it usually doesn't come from a place of anger right it's just it's more concern and I want you to have a a good working experience yep and likewise and so I I want you to do whatever you can to make that happen and I think that has that also means shifting my view of what a work day looks like right and kind of learning about I think the way that we both work and operate yeah has been so helpful to overcome that barrier of I'm not a parent but you are and what that means for us. Right. For sure. And I feel like one thing I've realized is that when we were working together before, me being a mom and making choices for my work-life balance, mm -hmm. the way I was making them then, impacted you. Mm in an unfair way. So for me to be able to take the time I felt I needed by leaving early regularly, mm -hmm. that impacted and took something away from you. So I think what we've done in creating our business and our working structure and our balance now by like you working daytime hours, me working in the evening, when I'm working in the evening and I message you something, I know your notifications are off, and I'm not expecting you to respond. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I could very easily, if I kept in that same mindset as before, been like, well, now this is when I can work and you're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. You should just respond to me, even if you're just watching TV. Right. Like that was, now I see how unfair that mindset was, mm -hmm. but it was not insidious for me. Like I couldn't see it then. Right. But now it's like there feels like there's such a better balance where I want you to have that time in whatever way you use it. Mm -hmm. And just because the times are different for me and for you, it's the same thing. I know that you're very respectful of when you send me or message me something when, you know, I'm doing bus runs with my kids, you know that I might not be able to get to it. And there's never been like Mm -hmm. of frustration with me mm -hmm. because our challenges are different just yeah. because you don't have children right now in your life 
it doesn't mean you don't face daily challenges is the way anybody else does. Right. So I think now we have the benefit of creating it for ourselves and our business. A lot of other people don't have that. So I think it's a larger conversation that needs to be had across all disciplines, across all work environments with everybody. Yeah. No matter what stage of life, because every person that walks into the doors of a business and are your employees or your coworkers, their time is of value. Absolutely. And they are whole people mm -hmm. just like you are. Yeah. And I think that that's, we need more of that. Yeah. We need more of like the more of that, like the whole, the whole enchilada. Cheers. Cheers. Did we just like solve some problems? We did. You're welcome. We'll send you the bill. Yeah. Don't worry. The yeah. wine's on us. But... The wine's on us. <laughs> but nothing else is. Yeah. Well, thank you for whining with us this week. And hopefully we solved some workplace problems. Yeah. World problems. You know, that's what we're here for, to whine and solve things. Yep. Or like mostly wine. See Just you next wine. week. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers.